Good evening, and welcome to Wanda's Picks, a black arts and cultural program of the African Sisters Media Network. And that was uh, Walter uh, uh, Kitendu's Climbing with Belief, and uh, one of uh, a score that he composed for the world premiere of Love, A State of Grace, a performance and ritual installation at San Francisco's Grace Cathedral, February 11th, 12th, 17th, and 18th. And this wonderful work, uh, Love, A State of Grace, uh, Zako Dance Theater's uh, world premiere, is a major performance installation featuring aerial dance and ritual and meditation stations throughout Grace Cathedral in San Francisco. So if you know Grace Cathedral, it's a voluminous space, really, really beautiful, high, tall ceilings, then you understand that to climb these wonderful structures that have been created just for this installation, uh, one certainly has to believe in something. <laughs> uh so um the uh these performances uh are going to be presented in 1 hour cycles repeated over 3 hours daily uh, again beginning February 11th Friday uh during which the audience can move freely within the cathedral uh the performances are Friday February 11th from 1 to 4 Saturday February 12th from 4 to 7, Thursday, February 17th, 1 to 4, and Friday, February 18th, 7 to 10, and all times are Pacific time. And the performances will be followed by panel discussions with activists, artists, and theologians, allowing the audience to explore their own perceptions of otherness and examining how we might move towards greater acceptance and understanding. Tickets are $25, and to purchase tickets, you can go to uh, Zacco Grace, Z-C-C-H-O Grace, G-R-A-C-E dot brown ticket, brown paper tickets dot com. And uh, so Wanda's Picks uh, had a really wonderful um, virtual interview with uh, Joanna and, and Walter. Uh, Joanna is um, the uh, artistic director of Zacco Dance theater and um and we had a really nice conversation that i'm going to share with you uh shortly but i want to play a few more of a uh, walter's pieces we're going to play uh now finding focus and these are all really short pieces
And again, that was uh, Walter uh, uh, Kitendu's um, finding focus. And let me tell you a little bit about uh, uh, Johanna Haygood and uh, and Walter. Um, I'll start with Walter since you're listening to his music. <laughs> uh, he's a multidisciplinary artist with focus on kinetic sculpture and sound installation, composition, public art, and teaching. He builds and performs on extraordinary musical instruments while researching and documenting the natural world. Uh, Kadendu has created hand-built record players driven by the wind, rain, fire, earthquakes, birds, light, and the force of ocean waves. In 2008, he received a MacArthur Fellowship in recognition of his art practice and his capacity to make important cultural contributions. Kadindu was a visiting professor at Northwestern University's Department of Art Theory and Practice and the Sound, and the sound Department at the School of Art the School of Art School of the Art Institute of Chicago. He was a Bay Area resident for 15 years, and he and Joanna know each other very well. They're good friends. And when we had a conversation, we were in Joanna's uh, garden. It looked just beautiful. Um, anyway, just like, oh, you've got a garden. You're growing food. How wonderful. Uh, since 1980, Joanna Haygood has been creating work that uses natural, architectural, and cultural environments as points of departure for movement, exploration, and narrative. Her stages have included grain terminals, a clock tower, the Pope's Palace, military forts, and a mile of urban neighborhood streets in the South Bronx. Her work has been commissioned by many arts institutions, including Dancing in the Streets, Jacob's Pillows, Jacob's Pillow Dance Festival, Walker Art Center, the Exploratorium Museum in San Francisco, the National Black Arts Festival, and Festival uh, de Avagnan. I'm not pronouncing that correctly. She has been honored with the Guggenheim Fellowship, the Herb Alpert Award in the Arts, the United States Artist Fellowship, and a New York Betsy Award. Uh, she is recipient of the esteemed Doris Duke Artist Award, and she has had the privilege of to mentor many extraordinary young artists internationally in lots of wonderful places uh, like France, um, at the uh, Trinity Laban's Conservatoire of Music and Dance in England. Um, yeah, I guess I can try to pronounce this. The National École des Arts de Cirque in France. <laughs> Spelman College, the Institute for Diversity in the Arts at Stanford University. Uh, the San Francisco Circus Center, and, of course, Azako Studio in San Francisco. So we had a wonderful conversation, and um, there's a little banter in the beginning that I wasn't able to um, cut, so you could just ignore that. <laughs> uh, it doesn't go along, on for long. And uh, we're going to close this little interlude of music with Surrender, also by Walter, and then we'll just jump right into the interview.
Uh, again, that was Surrender uh, by Walter uh, Katendu. And here we are now with Johanna uh, Haygood um, in her garden with Walter on a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, Tuesday. And uh, talking about love, a state of grace there. Uh, Zako's uh, magnum opus. And really, really, really looks so beautiful. So here, listen to the conversation and be inspired, and hopefully you can get over to Grace Cathedral um, for one of these four performances and that are going to be repeated um, you know, every hour. And uh, enjoy it in person. And then... Uh, So I think, am I transcribing? Supposed to be. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, love a state of grace. What a beautiful title. Yeah, really, really wonderful title. And um, I was just thinking, wow, Joanna, you just keep on like outdoing yourself. It is so amazing. Um, yeah. I think I'll read your bio later, um, but yeah. it was so, <laughs> yeah, but you're, um, no, it was so, so really great to um, just become aware of your work, Walter. Wow, my God, the genius and everything, and you make instruments, and I'm like, oh, my God, and and then Grace Cathedral is such a beautiful edifice. I mean, it's just magnificent, so, you know, of all places, after Grace. Um, you know, there. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful and really powerful space. I mean, one, of course, in the architecture that's so aspirational, but also all of that energy that is imbued in that structure um, by way of the service that that particular community does, um, how they embrace the community, how they include everyone in um in their practice and in their conversations and in um their you know just just to having a, a real conscious and and uh, connection to everything and everyone that is is part of the san francisco i'll say family but that gets translated into an action which i think is um which is centered in love, you know, that, and that piece I think is really um, something that you feel when you enter there, you know, they have the eight memorial room and there are many interface programs. There's yoga (laughs) in the the labyrinth where I just learned 600 people in the, you know, in the non-COVID days. Um, come together to meditate and to uh, connect with their their bodies. It's, it's really really a wonderful place. Yeah. And so talk about sort of the vision and and how you pulled in you know these wonderful collaborative um, arms and legs and torsos you know, <laughs> to make this body. <laughs> Well, it's been a long journey. Um, originally, well, at the at the beginning, um, I was working with Eric Walner, who was the executive director at Saco uh, for a couple of years, and he had a French star who worked at Grace, and he just asked me one day if I ever considered making a work there, and I I was so, you know, I kind of stopped in my tracks for a second. They're going, wait, what? Grace Cathedral making a work there? Why well, have not not thought of that? <laughs> and I, of course, said, absolutely, of course. And um, so I went and I visited, and I, I, um, you know, I was searching for 
my the kind of the connection or what would be the direction for the for content there and um, during that period we were still kind of reeling from the tragedy at Mother Emanuel in Charleston and Squirrel Hill at the synagogue and also slightly earlier was the was uh, the the murders at the Sikh temple and you know church fires and and I it just occurred to me that you know like what is it how how does one kind of suspend their sense of of love and whatever their particular faith practices to then attack a sacred space for others and that kind of led me into you know all of the the religious wars that we have seen i mean even with you know buddhists you know muslims all across um you know the religions and what is it that we forget you know these moments when we um when we start perpetrating violence and aggression against others in the name of often in the name of our religions and um so that kind of led me down a very very long and deep rabbit hole of research and reflection and of course sadness and then COVID happened and then the great awakening you know this our, our national reckoning um with violence against black bodies you know began and that period of course was so so impactful it was so um tragic and i felt like i had have entered, I think all of us did, you know, we were, we were in a deep ancestral grief. And, uh, and then the piece started to grow away from something so specific about, you know, religious violence and really um, kind of expanded into the notion of, of our relationship to love and how do we hold that how do we find that grace in these times um, to heal and to um, just to find our way to some kind of resolve that it, that you know kind of ensures a future that is um, productive and um, humane. So that's kind of where it where I kind of, the new, just kind of the new thoughts, new directions started. And of course, you know, I just called in all the people who I love, <laughs> like Katindu, of course. Um, and, you know, my family, Wayne, and my son was involved in building and, um, uh, sorry, I'm getting a call. I don't know how to, Say for me, please, because I I thought it was pronounced one way, but it sounds like Tundu. Tundu, yeah. Tundu. Mm-hmm. Is that Swahili? It's yeah, it is. It's um actually a little uh, older than that. Um, mm-hmm. From the yeah from from the Iramba community, so it it probably predates Swahili a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where at? East Africa or somewhere else? East, uh, East Africa, yeah. Tanzania. I grew up in Tanzania, and um, my dad is from uh, a village in north-central Tanzania. And our ancestors came up from around Lake Victoria and, and Uganda. So they wandered down and found each other Found each other there. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I've been, I've been to your homeland. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, a good friend, um, Mama C, and... Uh, uh, her husband, uh, M.C. Pete, uh, relocated there after um, uh, the um, the government here said that they want to incarcerate him for life um, for defending his community and mm. 
establishing the uh, Kansas City chapter of the Black Panther Party. Um, so they moved there a um, long, long time ago and established um, wonderful community there um, in Arusha, near Arusha. Um, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard about I've heard about Panther settling in Arusha before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. I wonder. I want. I'm, it must be a small community of folks there that know each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So 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 tell us about you know this whole notion of of grace and love and your relationship to uh, to Joanna's uh, vision for this this work. And, well, and we were in conversation. You know. We were in conversation early on about the work, and and as Joanna said, you know, the the context of our times um, sort of evolved and transformed the vision, and um, and I think as a as a composer, the way that I've approached it is just when you think about the notion of encapsulating something as foundational and um, all encompassing as love, that's a pretty daunting prospect. So. I thought of it more in, um, in, I tried to think about the global, but I also thought about the personal and about the ways that we, we, we move through love and, and how, how that I've witnessed that in my life. And, and instead of thinking of um, creating a document that could represent, you know, what love means to all of humanity, I could create a particular picture of love, you know, because I think the way we experience, the way we all have our, own sort of experiences of it those all combine into into the um um into the force that it is in our lives and in our community so i i instead of wanting to paint the very broadest picture i created a window into my response to to um love at this moment relative to to this particular performance um, relative to what was going on in my community, what was what was going on in in the country and in the world, but it is um, it feels like it's specific to this moment um, and to this place and and also to the the, the cathedral itself because it's such a um, a sort of challenging and uh, complicated space to put sound into. It has its own voice and you have to have a conversation with it. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice. So. Um... So Joanna, um, talk to talk since you weren't here. Um, talk about. I know, apologize for that no, little disruption. That's okay. You're in a garden. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> this is my my mother. My mother was phoning, so um, and I did. I can't figure out how to navigate all the technologies. I said, turn it off and go. Oh, that's perfectly fine. So so yeah. talk to us about sort of um, you know your relationship to. Um, uh, do you like going by your last name, Katindu? Um, I do, uh, but I, I also go by Walter. So I, I don't have, um, you know, that that's the name that I grew up with, and it's the name that many, many like of the people that love me address me as. And so I'm, I'm both of those things. I went professionally as Katindu for a while, but um, either is fine. Okay. Yeah. So, so Johanna, you you weren't with us, um, and so I wanted you to have an opportunity to talk about, you know, your relationship to Katindu and and why he was the person, you know, to magnify this this piece, you know, with sound and you know the sound artistry. Because um, I, I did watch the uh, the little clip and mm-hmm. saw the people flying. <laughs> you can talk about those Lots of dancers. I love the flying mm-hmm. like, like angels, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And yet firmly anchored in this world. Totally. Um, so, uh, well, why Walter? Well, one thing, he's a brilliant talent. <laughs> That's first, foremost, um, second, third, and fourth. Um, and uh I think that we we've worked together in the past. I feel like we have a um, a language together. We we um, we're in a, we're in a lifetime, a, kind of a long term conversation about um, about the creative process and about life in general. And this and there's so much love between us. 
um, on a personal level. It just, all those things kind of aligned to make it clear that this was the right connection. But also, Walter has um, has a, uh, a, a kind of a deep, I'd say a deep education in science. Uh, he's been at the Exploratorium for years you know, in the tinkering department. Um, this, as he said, is a super challenging uh, environment to work in. And I feel that he has the groundings or foundation um, to support that type of investigation and uh, yeah, and, and that challenge, you know, to be able to address that challenge in a way that uh, will be successful. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, um, and meaningful, right. you know, like turning, turning all of that, you know, <laughs> all of the acoustical challenges into beautiful metaphors. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. So. so you all open this week, right? Mm -hmm. Friday. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you go, <laughs> what, two weeks? <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of like a very soft two weeks it's really four days <laughs> um, but exactly. four days over two weeks yeah <laughs> right yeah. yeah yeah so so how's it looking uh katun katin katindu sorry oh no worries um well i haven't been in the space yet i've been uh oh. peeking, peeking in virtually uh and but i've i landed yesterday and so tomorrow i'll be entering into the space and um i've ha been having a long conversation with the building and and with my you know collaborators and with everything else and so I get to to speak in person tomorrow and um, and make the adjustments necessary I was telling a friend that it um, it's not it's like a conversation with another person you don't go in you know hard-headed and fixed about the you know what you're going to talk about you respond and and in the case of the cathedral it has its own voice anything you put into it it and um, put its spin on and reflect back at back at you, and and it's a unique space in that any utterance that you make is received in a very different way on the other side of the building um, than you, than you can know. You hear it very clearly because you're next to it, but somebody on the other side of the building hears it shaped by the building. And there's a metaphor in there for me about about how love moves as well, and also the consequences of of how we move through the world. Sometimes we're not fully aware of the impacts that it can have across a room, across a village, you know? And so I feel like I think of the cathedral and it's the way that it shapes sound as a kind of metaphor for how things um, take on a life once, once we put them into action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, so Joanna, it seems like something similar might happen for you when you, Choreograph movement. Yes, yes, it's um, this 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 building is quite large. <laughs> it has just a lot of volume, um, uh, but and it requires very large strokes in terms of um, trajectories for the, the scenic elements and the dancers themselves. And um, there's a very distinct rhythm, you know, in with the columns, and uh, so it's been really challenging to to try to create elements that can work harmoniously um, with each other and with with the architecture. You know, it's very easy to get lost in there uh, because of because of the scale. But I think that we've been successful. Um, in creating uh, elements that really do um, kind of fill the space with charge the space with energy and also um, that are visible with long uh, long gestures like for instance I mean this sounds very abstract but um, but to be more practical you know there's a 70 foot um, pendulum 
it's very, very long and it swings. It gets pulled up in the nave um, towards the um, eastern east side of the building and is released and it swings all the way down the center, all the way over the um, altar. And uh, I set the camera up the other day and we were watching it today. We were, you know, working on notes with the, uh, Walter and I. And, um, and it left the frame for seven seconds. <laughs> it's a really long time. I said, and out of the frame. And it's like, and where is it? <laughs> it just kept going, you know, so. Um, and there's a hundred foot ladder that um, that's um, situated at the base of the labyrinth and goes all the way up into the ceiling. Um, so, you know, those big lines in space are, are um, although they're, they're singular and they're, they're simple, I would say, but they do manage to fill the space with um, very powerful energy. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah. not easy to get there. I'll just tell you. <laughs> Oddly enough, the silver lining of you know last year, um, the shutdown and all of our social distancing, we were able to be in the cathedral for six, I think five or six weeks to do some experiments. And I really feel like that without that, it would have been, I'd say, impossible to have reached where we are right now um, in the short period of time that we would have had to stall and create the work on site. Mm -hmm. So I feel really blessed in that way that we've had some time to really um, study and to research uh, the elements before we arrived for this production period. Yeah. But there was a lot of like, that doesn't work. <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> So, yeah, I was just noticing um, in your bio, Satendu, uh, that you know you also you know you work um, uh, multidisciplinary um, and you do kinesthetic sculpture plus sound installation and composition, public art and teaching. And I was just thinking about uh, I noticed some similar some familiar names, uh, Johanna. Um, you know, Sean Riley. You know, um, you know you know, the master rigger, and then David um, uh, Freytag, Freytag, yeah, I recognize his name too, and uh, and then I know you have a theologian, um, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, of course, um, you know, you've got the dancers, uh, so I wanted, to, wanted both of you to talk a little bit about, uh, I don't know, I'm just seeing this as a large metaphor, um, you know, mm -hmm. if you bring into the conversation the coup d'etat attempted. <laughs> last mm -hmm. year, um, and the mm -hmm. whole idea of, you know, having the pendulum that, you know, w went out of the frame for a moment, but it mm -hmm. was there, you know, so the motion that was started continued even when you couldn't see it, it was still, you know, moving, and the whole idea mm -hmm. of how do we find our place, you know, mm -hmm. in this global structure, but more so in our communities, you know, where mm -hmm. there might be discourse. Like how do we all stay in the room? <laughs> stay in the yeah. want to stay in the room, you know, mm -hmm. to be able to create or foster, you know, this grace yeah. um, and this love. Um, That's the work, right? That is that is the work. And um, when when Katinda was talking earlier about like this is this is not the all-encompassing. This is not the definitive answer to what love is or. I mean, I feel the same way about the dance. You know, it's just, it's, it's really an expression. It's a personal expression that's informed by um, my own personal research, um, the works of people who have spent so much time thinking about it, um, and scholarship, I mean, specifically, and also community members, you know, who have offered their insights and their experiences. And so it feels like it's like this mixture of all of that but um each of these elements there's the swing there's the ladder and then there's this tower which is um that section is called the quieting it's really more about meditation and that state you know of quieting the noise and finding that state of that state of peace 
that um, allows you to, to open up to love. And the latter is really about the work because love is not static. I mean, it's an action. It's a labor. It really does take time and takes effort. Um, and I think that sometimes we forget that part, you know, that it's, um, it's, it's not easy, you know, because, um, you know, listening to, I've been listening to Dr. King's sermons on love this last week, and, you know, he speaks about the difference between liking and loving. You know, you, you don't always like it. You don't always like these people. You know, it's very, and that's okay. Um, but love is, is, is almost independent of that, right? Love is, is expressed through your action, through your humanity. Um, and that's the, that's the place that, that elicits progress or allows for progress. Um, I'm totally not loving those folks on January 6th, <laughs> but are liking, I'll say I'm not liking those folks. Um, but do I exclude them from my practice of love? No, I don't. Right? So, but it's not easy, right? It's like, it, it takes, it takes a lot of work and it takes um, sacrifice. Um, and surrender. <laughs> uh, that's what the swing is about. The swing is about that surrender, that moment of surrender, and that cracking open. That moment where you are released into that that state of love, and not knowing where you are half the time. You know, sometimes it takes you slightly off balance. Um, but there's also joy there. There's, there's, there's joy. So, anyway, um, I feel that I feel that way when I wake up and I go back to try to figure out which way, <laughs> which way everything goes together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was wondering if you want to talk about. Um, your choreography and, and the uh, and the dancers are they all dancers are just outstanding. Every single one of them is phenomenal. They're all so incredibly gifted, and um, I I am so grateful and so blessed to be working with them. I mean, very difficult to I think. Um, to come into the room and to bring these, these big ideas and then you're going to come on the swing and you're going to climb this ladder. <laughs> so like, what are you talking about? That's like insane. Um, but that to the point of, of shaping something into a coherent composition um, takes a, a lot of work and we've dealt with a lot of fear um, and um, self-doubt and uh, and the community that we've created together has been so incredibly supportive that it's just really buoyed everyone um, as they as they do the work so the investment from the dancers is enormous Um, so much of their voice is very clear Um, and yeah, I, I just I can't say enough about how what what brilliant artists they are. And um, the other day I was thinking this and this work is very physically demanding and very difficult um, to do technically. And um, I can say that there's not one slouch in the entire group. <laughs> they are working so hard. I mean, in the entire team, um, people are working very very hard. Um, but the return is great. The return is uh, very, it's very fulfilling. And some of that has to do with kind of that expansion and that connection and, and their own, um, their own reflections on what, what it means 
um, their particular part and also you know what what love means in their own personal lives so it's been very satisfying it's strange you know you work on something for years and it's had morphed from one thing to the next and and uh, here we are um, and it's almost over <laughs> and yet with this it almost it feels almost as if that it's a it's kind of inspiring a new beginning I certainly feel that for myself um, I selfishly sometimes I think that this is like my own selfish um, therapy in a way <laughs> that I'm making this piece really for me because I needed to reconnect to love. I was so angry. Like I was just so angry, you know, by the time we reached George, George Floyd and that grieving that I was talking about, it was also deeply connected to anger. I was really angry and I had to collect and, uh, my wits and my uh, and my prayer and my um, and my ancestors and my own sense of love together, you know, to find a way out. Um, and this work has really helped me so much, you know, hanging out with Bell Bell Hooks, uh, you know, this is right. Her book, Sally. Exactly what, you know, just, yeah. just being in your, my grandmother's hands, you know, mm -hmm. just being able to, um, to have that time to, to do that work and to um, meditate and in, in the process of creating something like this, you know, it's been a tremendous gift. Katundi, um, yeah. What would you like to add to um, this? Uh, um, I was just reflecting on. I was just reflecting on that. Um, you know, art is a form of therapy, and I think a lot of artists. It's, it's such a gift to be able to put to um, translate your experiences in the world through your work, and to end up in a better place as a result. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like. I feel like for many of us, that's the, the purpose. Like we use art to know the world, but we also use art to, to be okay in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. I think I was re reflecting on what Joanna said earlier about love and um, uh, love in action. I think she put out a survey to people to respond. And one of the questions was, was about how have you seen love in action? And um, it sounds simple, but just that phrase has stuck with me for um ever since I heard it and thinking about what it means to, to, to put it into practice, to do the work as John said. Um, and it's, I think uh, artists are capable of doing remarkable things. And, and what you don't want to end up doing is just doing the things that you can do because you can do them. Um, you want to be able to engage in practices where you're, you are changed as a result. And I feel like this project has done that for me personally. And it's, um, it's done that for Joanna. And I'm betting that uh, a lot of the other uh, people, colleagues and collaborators that it's touched have had similar experiences. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And also the people that are able to experience this work. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Johanna, um, maybe you could uh, talk a little bit about the survey and the community conversations that are going to happen. Um, I think maybe mm -hmm. times or something. You've got some panels, I think. There's a couple of panels. Well, um, by the surveys, you mean the community reflections that people sent in? Yeah, that's first. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, I did that. I did a. Um, I did some outreach to you know, to um, folks who come to shows and then family members, to friends, to their friends, um, different cohorts that I'm a part of and um, with a series of questions about love. I mean, simply like what love means to me, what, where have you seen love in action? 
How do you practice self-love? Um, what are you, where are your sacred places? Um, can love be an antidote to oppression and injustice? Um, and there were about 90 responses. Um, well, actually, there was some that I, I went to the Tenderloin and hung out with the Skywatchers group first. And uh, so we did, we, we went through questions. We did that kind of in a circle. And then the rest actually wrote their answers um, or their responses or reflections. And they were just like really amazing and so powerful and poignant. Um, and uh, I felt like, you know, I had been reading um, a lot of, as I mentioned earlier, you know, people who had been thinking about this work, who had, who had really invested a lot of scholarship and who were, you know, known authors. Um, but this, these responses were just as rich as the others and um you know through the through the work that i've read in books and um so i decided that i wanted to include them you know i wanted to make a book out of them actually but exactly. instead right now we've just put these chosen parts of different people's uh, reflections of different th different answers and we've included them in the program and um, each day i would you know, open up the response chart and there'd be something new and it'd be like, oh, now I can start my day. Oh my God, I, how I had I not thought of that. And we've been sharing them. We have a circle every day and we're in, um, at the cathedral and we have quotes of the day and we include those. And they're, they've just been just such a great way to, to um, get centered. And um, so there's, there's that which you'll read when you come. And the other is that I've been working with these two wonderful theologians, uh, Johanna Juncker and um, Claudio Cavajes. And uh, they've been just creating a series of meditations that can be done in the cathedral in different, different stations, kind of inspired by this idea of the stations of the cross, but, but not really, but not stations of the cross. Um, and they are um, beyond being theologians and artists and poets. Uh, they're also eco-theologists. They're very um, involved in the eco-theology movement and climate change. And um, so a lot of the reflections include, include that relationship, our relationship to the planet. And um, how our love extends into that relationship, you know, beyond just our relationship with others. So that those um, meditations are self-guided. If you, you know, the, the piece is an installation, so it's 30-minute cycles that keep repeating. So if you're there over an extended period of time and you just want to have some space to be quiet, um, you can take these meditations and, and use them as guides to um, have a private moment of reflection while you're there um, or take them home and, and to, to have, have those meditations at home or in other places. Oh. Uh, I was just thinking um, if either one of you all wanted to share your answer to one of those questions. Um, my answer is the peace. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a bit of a cop out, but it is kind of. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, but I was thinking so much too about, you know, that relationship to love and truth, you know, truth through connection, you know, and finding, finding those threads. Um, that's. Yeah. I I've, I've reinvigorated energy towards making those connections now that we're um, mm -hmm. 
I don't even know. Like I've I've never said we're post um, pandemic because it's you know it's still so present. Mm. And I think part of part of what we need to do in making those connections is to be to think beyond our communities and think globally to think to that to that level. Mm-hmm. And um, I would I'd love to see um, uh, the kind of policies around that sort of ref- reflect thinking of uh, humanity as a whole. So, I mean, just to get back to the point, I, I'm thinking about um, personally sort of reinvesting in the connections that I make, not only with the mm-hmm. people that are near and dear to me, but, but with the people um, around and in my communities and beyond and to try to live a more like out, outward and fully connected life. I feel like the last two years of being indoors have really driven home the importance of those connections. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. And um, where where are you located, Katundu? Katundu. 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 Yeah, no worries. Um, I'm in. Uh, I'm very fortunate to be located in Joanna's Garden at the moment. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but I'm living in in uh, Evanston, Illinois, just just north of Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's cold there. <laughs> yeah, there's snow everywhere. Yeah, yeah. but it's warm. There. But it's for, it's warm in our home, so I miss my family. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I always always think when it's cold that I'm so blessed to have heat, because there's so many people that don't have heat, don't have mm-hmm. indoors. And it's mm. going to have indoors and no heat. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so selfishly, um, for those like myself who, for a variety of reasons, um, I'm immune compromised, uh, can't do anything indoors or around people. So how do we participate? Oh, good question. Well, I can certainly, you know, this piece is going to be documented. So hopefully we'll make a film. Um, I can send you, well, the, we're also putting um, uh, all of the community reflections online, and I'm going to leave that up so you can participate that way and add your voice to the group. Um, and uh, I'll, I guess we can are the meditations online too I was going to say I can send you meditations but we can put the meditations online too and I think that they'd be appropriate in other spaces also Um, we were hoping but could not figure out how to do a live you know a live um, feed but I feel like the 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 film that we'll make uh, I'm hoping that it will also capture some of the, the strengths and elements of the of the performance. Well, super. That was one of the things that happened uh, for me in 2021. Mm. I was really ill, and and this. I mean, I'm here. <laughs> you were here. Yeah, it was that was one of the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, I think for many of us, right, it's like having to rethink our physical relationships to things. And um, but I think that more and more people are really understanding that. And maybe that's something that actually we can think of together sometime. You know, it's like what, how to how to make these virtual environments feel meaningful and. Um, how do you create a pre- sense of presence in this uh, with technology? Um, yeah. Great conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, this particular timing of the piece, you know, you, you you run through, you know, Valentine's Day. You're in the season of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, We're in I mean, the love season, which I which I really like. Yeah, yeah, it's really lovely. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to share about um, you know this wonderful work, um, love a state of grace? I just I just love that grace is such an opportunity. Um, yeah, you know, like like it's not over. You have grace. I mean, it's just such yes. an opportunity. 
that that yes. we have over and over. It's not like you got this much grace and you don't get any more. Like it's like a fountain. You know, you could just yeah. in and just like, okay, I need some more grace. And then yeah. you need some grace. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. such an opportunity. And, and for you all to have this work, you know, love a state of grace. You know, it's just, just so wonderful. Um, you know, just, just the concept is wonderful. Thanks, James Baldwin. He put the thoughts in my head. <laughs> James Baldwin, man. Like, yeah, James Baldwin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, you be hanging with the heavyweights, Joanna. Yeah, hanging with the heavyweights. Yeah, with the heavyweights. You know. Yeah. 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 Walter Kutundu. Mm-hmm. Wanda Severe. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Anything else? Um. You want to share? I mean, I. It sounds like like everything you do that. This is a space that's family friendly, you know. Oh yes, yes, and we're we're keeping the numbers down. You know, I think um, Grace Cathedral has a capacity of twelve hundred, and um, we're we're trying to hold everything between two fifty and three hundred people. Mm-hmm. So there'll be lots of space mm-hmm. um, for people to uh, distance and to feel safe. Yeah, and it's like it feels like you're outside. It's so. Cabin. I know it's gigantic. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, it does. That's that's actually been also something that's been a great place to work in the times that we were all so frightened, especially last year before vaccines and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really. I mean, that person was a hundred feet away from me, so I'm good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on another opus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, we have a few more days to kind of turn it into something. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah.